All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Amateur Sports Betting Podcast. This is episode seven. And, and as always, I am joined here by my co-host and dear friend, E-Dog. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Ray. How are you? How's I'm everybody doing, listening? I'm doing great, man. I hope everybody's doing well on this fine, you know, December month. That went by pretty fast, I got to say. Very quick year, very quick year. COVID just pretty much, you know, burnt through mm-hmm. the year like, like you wouldn't believe. Wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Anything new? What's going on with you, E-Dog? Anything new happening? Well, I was reading the news yesterday, and it's not a good news, but it is news that, <laughs> after all, the new strain of the COVID virus that they found in the UK has, I guess, made its way uh, to the United States. At least one case was reported. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, Interesting. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know about great news. You know, we've already had enough with one COVID wave. I don't know about a second one. We got the COVID <laughs> Pro Max right now. Yeah. So what we just had was the COVID Pro. Now it's the Pro Max, <laughs> you know, like your like dog said. <laughs> yeah. Not good news. But any, any good news? Any, any nice news going on in sports, especially? In sports, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's leading down to a very, you know, uh, how would I put this? You know, we're, we're almost heading into the playoffs for the NFL. You know, super mm-hmm. excited to be watching that. Yeah. We have a tradition among friends. You know, we all get together and watch the Super Bowl together. I don't know if we'll be able to do that, you know, this upcoming year or upcoming Super Bowl. But uh, we'll definitely try if we can, you know, with COVID restrictions in place. Mm, yeah. Like I said, you know, NFL season is almost nearing to an end. Playoffs are going to start soon. You know, this Sunday is going to be the last, uh, you know, last Sunday games this Sunday. So after that, it's going to be playoffs. You know, I'm happy. Not happy that my team didn't make it, but I'm happy, you know, it's something to watch, right? Yeah. Playoffs, are always, playoffs are always fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. Interesting, you know. Obviously, my Bengals, uh, you know, they won their last two games, I got to say. So it's a... Uh, it's a nice thing to see, <laughs> you know, we beat the Steelers and, you know, they beat the, the, the Texans, the Houston Texans. That was a good game. Listen, I think the Bengals are going to surprise us on the, not, not this upcoming one, but on the next Super Bowl, I think they're going to be very surprising team. They're going to be somebody to definitely look out for by that time. Hey, I mean, for, for next season, I would hope, you know, I would hope the Bengals, you know, draft a good player. First of all, you know, for next season, to begin things, you know, draft a good player, someone we need, you know, protect mm-hmm. Joe Burrow when he's healthy. Once Joe Burrow is back, I think we might have a good chance, you know, of going over point, you know, over over 500, you know, like over eight wins, you know. So, you know, yeah. I would be happy. Yeah, I would be happy with nine, nine wins, you know. Hell, that's over eight. I'll take it, especially for this Bengals team. We've always, you know, we've always been disappointing in the playoffs. I would hope if we make the playoffs, we get a win. And from there, we just go on and see what happens with Joe Burrow. I like this team a lot, I got to say. Listen, let me tell you something. When it comes to Joe Burrow, I load it up on football cards, and you know this. I mean, <laughs> I have a lot of faith in this kid. I think, you know, he's going to be back better than ever, you know, a lot healthier, a lot stronger. I think he's going to be able to play some football, you know. Yeah. Score on the board. So, yeah. Yeah, I, this Bengals team is good, you know. Like obviously with all without all the injuries, all the you know, all the slacking, 
I think this Bengals team, you know, if the defense steps up and they've, you know, like the last two games they've been playing pretty good, if they keep it up for next season with Joe Burrow back and everything and Joe Mixon at the running back, that would be a good team. I'm happy. It'll be somebody to definitely watch out for, you know. Yeah. Chiefs are going to have a competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're in the same division, so. <laughs> they're in the same division, but in terms of, you know, performing somebody. You yeah, know, yeah. I definitely think that kid's going to make some big things happen. Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. That's a good, you know, that's a good offense right there. I yeah, like yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so want to start with the NFL picks for this upcoming Sunday? Absolutely. You, you want me to go first or you want to go first? You can go first. Yeah. So mine, the one I was really focused on was the Cowboys game. Mm. All right. And I got to tell you, man, I, when I look at, you know, when I look at the spreads and everything, I'm really betting on the Dallas to cover, you know, uh, minus two and a half for the for the entire match, because I think it's definitely doable. You know, I think they do have the capability and two and a half points isn't, you know, that much. So I, I do think they'll be able to cover the two and a half points. What's funny is like that division NFC East. That's, you know, it's a pretty stacked division, not because it's good, because they're all equally as bad as each other, you know? <laughs> it, it is stacked. It's very close to each other. Like, every team is close to each other. Not because, like I said, not because they're good, but, you know, it's just like, you know, they've been, they've been playing awfully, you know, they've been playing equal awfully, like awfully equal, whatever, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know the term for that. You know, it's like they've been playing pretty, uh, you know. Pretty bad. bad. Everybody is, yeah. yeah. That division has not been outstanding, to say the least. It's not been great. They've all been equally bad, equally awful. But the Cowboys actually have a chance to make the playoffs. If they win this game and the Eagles beat the Washington football team, the Cowboys will make the playoffs. That is true. Listen, I mean, when you look at this, I mean, you you agree with me that they can cover the minus two and a half, right? I mean, we were on the same page on that. Yeah, it's by more than, you know, more than, you know, it's two and a half is like obviously three points. Yeah. I feel like if they score, yeah, it's it's a field goal game. If they score, you know, if they won by a field goal, that's it. And I feel like winning by a field goal against uh, this Giants team who have been inconsistent this season, very inconsistent. And uh, I could see the Cowboys winning this game, you know, by, by a field goal. So you're saying you're taking the Cowboys minus two and a half here? Yeah. And I might even, I might even, listen, I might even uh, go as far as to say this. I, you know, I, you know me, I love to bet on the first half, you know, just as much as the whole game entirely. Yeah. I'm going to also say that, and I know you don't like these types of bets, but I'm going to say they're going to stick on their uh, 21 and a half points. So, under or over? Under, under. Oh, under. Hmm. Yeah. Thing is, you know, I'm not the type of guy who says, you know, don't score, you know, like, don't score like that's it enough. I don't like saying that, but yeah. if you like it, you like it. You no, know? so you're saying under 21 and a half, and for the whole game, Cowboys minus two and a half. I mean, I don't like it, but seeing their performance, I mean, it just makes sense. No, I could definitely see the Cowboys win this game by a field goal or more. I could definitely see that. Yeah, they need it. They need this one to make the playoffs, and you know, if they want to, if they want to make the playoffs, they got to play. They got to play everybody, and they, they got to win the game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know, winning the game by a field goal is reasonable against the Giants. And, you know, if the Eagles beat the Washington football team, like I said, you know, different situation, different game. If the Eagles beat the Washington football team and Cowboys win this game, they'll make the playoffs. So I feel like they got to come here. They got to come strong. They got to beat the Giants. We got to do a lot of coming. That's what we're looking at. 
yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of coming, you know, a lot of coming to the playoffs, you know. <laughs> and so that was your, so that was your first game. And you, anything else you're looking at? So then, you know me, I'm a Pats fan, you know, not as much after Brady left, but still, you know, I keep my loyalty. Yeah, but of course. Disappointing, disappointing, you know, performance overall, not too happy with their performance. But I do got to say, you know, as a, as a last bet or last pick, I would definitely, you know, bet on the uh, Patriots to cover the minus three spread yeah. for the match total. Because I think, you know, they have been pretty bad. Listen, but but I think that's a, you know, it's not a huge spread. I think it's definitely doable, you know. It's a field goal. It's a field goal. It is. So I think, you know, I think they'll be able to do it. And I'm also going to make another bet just pretty similar to the one I made uh, on the other game, but this one is different. I'm going to say for the entire match to go over 39 and a half points. Hmm. Interesting. You know, over four, you know, over 39 and a half seems pretty reasonable. You know, 39 and a half is not a lot of points. And, you know, if both teams score 20 points each, they already got the over there, you know? So you're saying over 20, I mean, sorry, over 39 and a half, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. You know, both teams score 20 points each. You already got the over. And you're taking the Patriots minus three, right? Yes. Yeah. That would be my you know, picks for the NFL. Yeah, I could see that. You know, Jets have been struggling this season. They won their last two games, though. You know, they beat the Browns, who didn't play most of their receivers. But still, they beat the Browns. And yeah, they, they beat did. a – yeah, and they beat a full-on healthy Rams team before that. So, yeah, before that game against the Browns, they beat a full healthy Rams team. That was pretty surprising. But they did it. And, uh, but this game, I, I know Patriots, you know, eh, they, you know, obviously they're not in the playoffs, but, you know, it's, it's still a game. And I feel like, you know, they could they could cover the spread too. But for my picks, though, you know, I'll look at two games here. I'll look first at the Steelers versus the Browns game, you know, divisional matchup here. we got mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. And I see the spread is 10 points. You know, that's a lot of points to give up. And uh, yeah, and plus the Steelers are the underdogs here. And I could see why, because they're resting their quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, they're resting him for this game because they're already making the playoffs. You know, they're already in the playoffs. They don't yeah, need why to push their, why push Yeah, why, why would you want to risk, you know, your starting quarterback, you know, an injury? Why would you want to risk it? So, yeah, obviously rest him. But still, they're underdogs by 10 points here and – I, I think the receivers are playing, you know, the team, like, almost for the most part is going to play this game other than the starting quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, who's obviously resting. So I could see the Steelers covering this game here. That's why I will take the Steelers plus 10 in this game. So, yeah, that was my I mean, pick. unless, you know, Vegas knows something we don't, 10 points is a lot of points, you know, so. It is. You know, it is a lot of points, but I'm comfortable here that, you know, again, it's a divisional matchup here. So players from both teams know that, you know, they hate each other, yeah. you know, only on the field though, obviously. I don't know about their outside life. But, outside their real lines together, I can guarantee you that. Yeah, but yeah, you know, football-wise, you know, it's a divisional matchup. Both teams, you know, hate the other team. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I could see Steelers covering this game, covering the 10 points and... Maybe win, but I'm not going to bet on that. But I will take the Steelers plus 10, like I said. And for the mm-hmm. second game, I'll look at the Cincinnati Bengals at home playing the uh, Ravens. You know, again, divisional matchup, second one. Same 
Division Two, AFC North. You got the Bengals, my favorite team, playing the Baltimore Ravens. And Bengals at home. Again, last two games, Bengals have won, you know, won pretty good games. You know, they've been playing the Steelers on Monday night. They beat that Steelers team fair and square. Went through them like nothing, to be honest. I was surprised. You know, the first <laughs> half, like I said, they shut them down. And the Bengals came out with a W. Pretty yeah. happy win. Yeah, pretty happy win. Next game, they play, they play the Texans. Again, Texans had their healthy players, you know, all playing. You know, they had all their starters playing, and the Bengals still still beat them. And, um, again, I'm looking at this game right here, and I can see the spread is, let's see, I think, I believe it's plus 13. Let me just make sure. And uh, uh, The Bengals game, yes, yeah. it is plus 13. Yeah, yeah, it's plus 13 for the Bengals, you know. They're my favorite team, and I could trust them here. I could trust the Bengals in this matchup to cover the plus 13 here. And, and uh, I think it's pretty doable. Again, the Ravens, they're a loaded team. But the Bengals, for the last two games, have been playing pretty solid. They've been playing pretty good. One, two games, you know, in a row. And uh, why not cover this game, right? Why not cover the 13 points? So that's why I'll be taking the Cincinnati Bengals plus 13 in this match. I mean, I want to say a couple of things, and, and you know, it's along the lines of what you said. <clears throat> thirteen points yeah. again, just as just as I mentioned on the ten points. Thirteen points, a lot of points in the yeah. Bengals. You know, there've definitely been a lot of uh, a lot of surprises when we're watching the games. You know, they've outperformed. You know, my personal expectations. I'm sure yours as well. You know, being a fan of the Bengals. So uh, yeah, I mean, I could see that bet definitely, definitely to cover the plus thirteen. Yeah, easy. Yeah. So just to recap, I took the Steelers plus 10 against the Browns and the Bengals plus 13 against the Ravens. Both underdogs too. So, yeah. Well, and uh, my bets, my picks was, uh, you know, on the Cowboys game, I said the Cowboys are going to cover the two and a half, minus two and a half spread for the entire, you know, match total. And I said that I feel like for the first half, you know, the match total is going to be less than 21 and a half points. That was for the first pick. Yeah. And the second game, I uh, it was a Patriots game. I said the Patriots mm-hmm. are going to cover the minus three spread. And for the match total completely uh, to go over 39 and a half points, because I feel like 39 and a half points is, is a low number. And I can definitely see them, you know, go above that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I said, if the match is like, you know, it's a low-scoring game. Let's say it's twenty-one to twenty. That's still over. That's that's that still hits. If both yeah. teams score over twenty points, you know, if both teams score twenty points, and uh, you know, both teams, yeah, like if they score twenty points each, that's you already got the overhitting there. And I could I could see both teams, you know, scoring that. I could see this game going over the third and a half too. But that's your bet, and I you know, I like it. I like I like I like that bet a lot. Yeah, so anybody listening, you want to print some money, that, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jets versus the Patriots over 39 and a half. Why yeah. not? And yeah, so anything else going on you know, other than sports, Iraq? Anything in life? Anything interesting? Anything interesting. I mean, listen, I've been, you know, looking to buy some football cars. Definitely looking to invest mm-hmm. in those. Uh, it's hard nowadays the demand is pretty high and supplies are pretty low and people are just emptying every retail store you know they, they you go to every retail store target walmart whatever it is there's nothing left oh yeah shelves. oh yeah and i mean i else. think you know this is all you know same thing i mean if you guys are you know trading cards or, you know whether it's sports cards or whatever, 
Pokemon cards, you know, they're taking <laughs> off huge. They're taking off huge. So I feel like what's really happening is, you know, back when these cards came out, I guess, you know, some kids definitely paid attention to it. You know, you know, their parents looked at it like these cards aren't going to be worth anything. They're not worth anything now. They're not going to be worth anything later on. Not true. Not true. What I think is these kids that used to, you know, open these packs or play with these cards back in the day have now grown up. You know, they're all gotten their jobs. They've all saved up money and they're all looking to get those cards that they once had, you know. But the problem is these kids have been, you know, when they first got them, they definitely played with them and, you know, roughed them up. So these there's not too many of them out there that are in good condition, whether it's Pokemon cards or hmm. yeah. sports cards. So and, and what I'm trying to say is, that's why we saw the value in these sports cards shoot up a lot. And there's a lot of high demand for, you know, sports cards, specifically Pokemon cards. I just say that just to, you know, correlate them together. But you definitely see that demand go up. And, you know, when demand rises, prices rise um, uh, because there is not. I mean, there is a new supply coming in, but the demand is really there for especially the old school cards and the. Uh, with that, it also, you know, touches on the demand for the newer cards as well, sort of kind of rubs off on that. So they're emptying it. I mean, they're taking like it's hotcakes. So, you know, I mean, what I got to say is, you know, what I got to say is that people who are buying sports cars and, you know, who love sports cars, you know, like let's say if they go to, let's say if they go to Target, for example, Mm -hmm. they're looking, they're looking for the sports cars, nothing there, nothing there next to the empty shelf. There's some there's some other cards, right? There's Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards, all these kind of stuff. So even yeah. even if they're not into these kind of stuff, they might still buy it. To be honest with you, yeah, you know, let's say if they're hardcore sports fans, right? There's nothing left, and they want to open some packs. They might even you know they might even think about buying other stuff like Pokemon, for example, or Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. because they probably grew around that era too. They probably grew around the Yu-Gi-Oh era, the Pokemon era. So they're yeah. like, okay, why not? Let's see what these cards have in, inside. Why not open them and see if there's anything cool, you know, anything shiny. That's the thing. Sports fans are nowadays becoming more open about other genres too. Like you said, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's a good business for the sports industry, you know, uh, the sports cards industry and the other industries too, like Pokemon. Everybody, Everybody's winning, you know, you know, oh, yeah. all these, you know, everybody, retailers, uh, People who are people who are reselling these stuff too. Again, I don't agree with like reselling everything. You know, like for example, there's people who just go to this retail store and get like eight boxes and just resell them. You know, I don't yeah. find that cool because there are there are other people who are trying to get these boxes. You know, you should save some for other people. It's not it's not about you know, it's not about uh, it's not about money. It's just about being nice. You know, to others. Yeah. Allowing it's courtesy. People, it's courtesy. Yeah, allowing people and kids from other you know from other ages and other obviously you know other collectors other than yourself just to have the chance to get these cards so they're front running them they're just going in there yeah. buying them up you know and then they're raising prices and selling it yeah i mean if you're gonna resell something i mean buy a box or two why not right if you're gonna buy a box yeah. or two i don't care go for it but if you're gonna buy five six seven eight boxes and resell everything you know that's like why right so why just give it's other really kids not the chance cool, yeah. yeah give other kids the chance give other adults whoever but whoever wants to buy these cards give them the chance to have a box you know so they can buy why buy everything and resell it when you can save two or three boxes for other people to buy you know that's my i absolutely agree with you on that one 
And yeah. the truth is, a lot of people may or may not know this. Here's my opinion on, you know, if you're looking to, you know, invest in it or make money, another aspect that a lot of people overlook is what I like to call what a lot of you know people call liquidity. So it's how fast you can actually turn that card, whether, you know, people can tell you, hey, that card's worth $100 or somebody could tell you it's worth $110. The reality is what you can get for it. So that's where the liquidity aspect comes in. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, the most liquid cards are magic cards. It's I don't know how to play the game. I got to tell you, but uh, I definitely went to, you know, uh, I went to this garage sale with a friend of mine and uh, he ended up buying, you know, these old, uh, old magic cards. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's not worth much. But uh, he made like, I mean, he paid like, I don't know, 10 bucks for it or whatever, like 10, 15 bucks for it. But those cards ended up, you know, he ended up selling them at a really, you know, reasonable price. He ended up selling them for like 40, 50 bucks profit. Yeah. I mean, if, if you could do that, go for it. You know, someone's willing to sell you these kind of stuff for 10 bucks. That's their choice. And your choice is to buy it and resell it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're going to make money from that, go for it. But the main problem, like I said, is with the retail, right? You know, the retail boxes, people are yeah. trying to buy these kind of stuff, these boxes, and you're over there buying eight of them. Like, you know, you should be nice about it and think about the other people who want to get these boxes. There's people who just, there's, there are people who would do anything just to get one pack, you know, Yeah. let alone, let alone, let alone a box, let, let alone a whole box. There are, there are people who want to get their hands on just one pack and you're out there just emptying all the shelves, you know, these that resellers. If you're a reseller, yeah, sure, buy one, two, three, you know, one, two, three boxes, whatever, yeah, resell them. But, you know, like I said, don't buy over five or over four, whatever. Like, don't buy the whole shelf and resell it's, the whole shelf. Honestly, it's just courtesy. At the end of the day, it's just courtesy, you know. Yeah, it's just like being If thoughtful. I went in there and bought all the milk, it's like, you know, it's like, and then somebody wants to eat cereal in the morning. They don't got, you know? <laughs> yeah, too bad, you know. Yeah. There are people who do it as a hobby who are, like, pretty upset now, obviously, Everybody's like, you know, everybody, most of for the most part, everybody's home, you know, after, let's say after they're done working, what are they going to do, right? It's COVID time. They're just going to stay home. Yeah. So yeah, they want to, you know, get back to their old roots, especially the adults now, you know, they want to they go back to their old roots, for example, yeah, open up, open a box or two, but they go and there's nothing left, you know, all these resellers, obviously buying eight boxes and selling them all on eBay. You know, they got to be thoughtful. They got to be nice. And give other people the chance to buy a box. Yeah, I 100% agree with that because I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like you know. I mean, I get you're trying to squeeze a little profit out of there, make a little bit of you know money on the side, but you gotta. I mean, at what cost? I mean, you gotta understand people. You know, take this as a hobby. It's not really so. You are kind of infringing on their rights to you know just <laughs> enjoy the enjoy the hobby of it, just because yeah. you're trying to squeeze a profit out of it. So. You know, I don't completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I agree with you there. You know, it's about being nice. It's about having the, you know, it's yeah. about having emotions, you know, feelings mm-hmm. for other people who want to get their hands on these kind of packs, boxes. You know, it's, it's a it's a good thing to be nice. You know, allowing people to have a chance to open packs, just like yourself, just like everybody. You know, who wants to get these kind of stuff? Yeah, box. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that was a nice little segment about sports cars. And, you know, mm-hmm. let's go to the NBA now. You know, NBA obviously has started. Season's going pretty well. There are some fun games here and there. Yeah. Close games. 
and there are obviously the other games who are just, you know, they're just being blowouts, you know, surprisingly, like yesterday, the Bucks, not surprisingly, they won, but they won by over 50 points, I believe. And they scored 29 threes in that game. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. You know, and the NBA season is off to a good start, you know, whether it's blowout games, close games, it's fun to watch all these kind of games, you know, it's fun to have the NBA back. And yeah. Are there any games you're looking at specifically for, me, for tomorrow? Me, uh, no, because, you know, I don't really like to bet too much on basketball because mm-hmm. I don't know the sport well enough, you know, to make bets like that. But um, yeah, I do, you know, enjoy, you know, if I was to tell you, you know, one team I look out for, and this is just, you know, for fun, this isn't really for any reason, mm-hmm. would definitely be the Lakers. You know, I definitely look mm-hmm. to see the Lakers play. Yeah, looks like they have a game tonight. Or well, tonight? Like, not tonight necessarily, but in the afternoon, five thirty-five p.m. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they're playing the San Antonio Spurs today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Lakers versus Spurs. Obviously, back in the day, this was a big rivalry. Yeah. Now, not so much. You know, new players, new faces. Again, Lakers versus Spurs is always fun to watch. You know. I think the Lakers. Now, if I was to bet, uh, again, don't take. You know, this is. But I think they're gonna cover the minus seven spread. Do you agree with me? They have, a strong, they have a strong team, but let me see if they have anybody injured or anything like that. Because obviously injuries play a huge part in um, in, in a team, you know, and their chances of winning. Let's say oh, yes. if the star, yeah. yes, yes. If a star player is injured or he's not able to play the game, the spread might change. You know, this you know, the spread might change in favor of the visiting team or the away, you know, or or the home team. It doesn't matter. It just depends on the injuries. And uh, they're a big thing. I just want to see if there's anybody injured in, in this Lakers team for today. You got Alex Caruso, who's out, you know. Eh, you know, he's a good player. Nothing special, though. Mm-hmm. However, LeBron James is questionable for Wednesday's game today. But what do you LeBron think? Do you think he'll be able to make it or no? I mean, when I see a player is questionable to play, I wouldn't gamble that. I, I wouldn't gamble positively. You know, like I wouldn't say... Like, I want to be optimistic and say, you know what? Yeah, he might play the game. No, I would be, I'd rather be more, you know, towards the negative side and yeah, like, okay. More conservative. Yeah, yeah. More more conservative and logical. So if, so if he's questionable to play the game, that's obviously a lower chance. Yeah, that's obviously lower chance than him playing, playing the actual game. So if he's questionable, I wouldn't risk it. I would, yeah. I would treat it as he's not playing the game. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what, yeah, that's what, that's what I would treat it as. And for today's game, I would take the Spurs plus seven, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I'm a little opposite uh, when it comes to these things. You know, I would have I would have taken a little bit of a chance on it because I think, you know, they might just say questionable just to maybe, you know, get the other team to feel a little bit confident and just come in. No, and, you know, I, mean, take no it. I, think, I think it's true, though, because, you know, no, I, I don't think they fake it. You know, I don't think they fake this kind of stuff because LeBron James – has been kind of sore here and there, you know. His he he has had his fatigues, you know, because mm-hmm. he he does play a lot of minutes. Like Anthony Davis on his side, he does play a lot of minutes every yeah. game, and I could see him having you know having a fatigue or you know some some soreness. And if they say he's questionable, that I would take that as he's not for myself at least. You know, when when I'm betting on sports, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be optimistic and say. Oh, he's gonna play. Like I, I wouldn't be optimistic. You know, I would not be optimistic and think, you know, oh, he's gonna play the game for sure. You know, like oh, he's gotta play the game, right? He's LeBron James. No, you know, I think of it like 
he's not going to play the game and be conservative about it. So that's why I think the Spurs have a chance to, if he doesn't, if he doesn't play the game, I think the Spurs have a chance of covering the plus seven. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, but I'll look at tomorrow's games though because obviously today's almost you know it's almost over today. Yeah, it is. And yeah, today's almost over. Yeah, so uh, let me just look at tomorrow's games. I could see the Cavaliers playing the Pacers. This Cavaliers team has been kind of surprising. You know, this Cavaliers team they have young players. They have been surprising this season. Mm-hmm. Their record, um, I think it's three one. Let me just double check. This Cavaliers team, yeah, they're three and one. So are the Pacers, but the Cavs have pretty good shooters on that team. They have pretty young players who can shoot the ball, you know, do um, do all kind of stuff, assists, playmaking, you name it, steals. They have yeah. a pretty young, yeah, they have a pretty young core on that team, shooters, playmakers. Yeah, like I said, this Cavs team is looking, you know, it's it's looking. Um, how do I say? It? There's potential in there, but not for the season, though. I don't think the season they're gonna make it far, but for mm-hmm. next season and the ones after that, they have a good team for the future. They they have pretty young players who can play ball and ball out. So uh, they are a plus seven, you know, underdog in this game. That's why I'm leaning towards that. I'm leaning towards the Cavaliers plus seven for tomorrow in this game. Mm-hmm. You have any thoughts about that? I mean, you know the industry, you know, you know the games more than me, you know, when it comes to the NBA and stuff. So I do definitely uh, agree, you know, almost I would say 99% with what you said, exactly the way you said it. So when it comes to, you know, the NBA, so. Yeah, I mean, they do have, you know, Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, and they mm-hmm. actually have a nickname. And I'm not even joking. Their nickname is Sexland. That's a great, that's great. No, I'm not joking because there is Garland, right? (laughs) Land, there is Garland Mm -hmm. and Colin Sexton, right? They combined the last names and they made it into that. That's their nickname now, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a pretty unusual one, I got to say. It is, it is, it is. A little bit bit inappropriate, but it's Mm -hmm. a nickname after all. I'm not going to touch it. Leave it it as is. Leave it as is. You know, like I said, though, these two players are pretty good. Especially Colin Sexton. He's a good scorer, mm-hmm. playmaker. Garland, you know, he's good too. And this team is looking promising. Kevin Love is back. And they already they already have Andre Drummond. And I could see this game being close. And I could see the Cavs covering the plus seven spread in this game. That was I the see. first game. I see. Yeah, so that, that was the first game. And uh, let's see if there are any other special games going on tomorrow. Um Oh, yeah. So I could see the Pelicans are playing the Thunder tomorrow. The Thunder, they are also a pretty young team. They traded most of their old players for draft picks. And they have a pretty young team. I got to say their guards are, you know, pretty promising. They have Shea Gilders Alexander, who is pretty good. They drafted good players. You know, they're looking pretty good this season. Uh, not record-wise. I mean, the season just started. You know, they're one and two. But team overall looks pretty promising for the future. They have a pretty young team, plus they have more draft picks for the future. But speaking of, speaking on the present, they have a good team. They're playing the Pelicans, who also have a pretty young and good team. They have Lonzo Ball and Zion Williamson. Pretty good team overall, too, for the future. You know, they have Both teams have pretty young players who can ball out and just show up. 
put put on a highlight reel, you know, for for the people. Yeah. And the Pelicans are favored by five points. They're a five point favorite. The Pelicans, Thunder, you know, they they're the underdog, plus five, but they they have a good team and they they've been showing signs of you know signs of potential, and I can see this game, you know, leaning towards the Thunder here. Actually, they might even win that outright. That's why I will take. The Thunder money line in this game. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go for the money line in this one. So I'll take the Thunder plus 175 money line for this game. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, they do have a pretty good team. You know, they have young players. So so do the Pelicans. You know, But the Pelicans, you know, they still need time to develop. The Thunder team quickly developed, though. Like, they quickly made chemistry with each other. They quickly fi- found their way, like, of playing basketball together. Pelicans still need some work to do. You know, they still got to work on their chemistry. Zion Williamson is looking pretty good, though. Zion Williamson has been looking pretty great recently for his age, you know, not comparing him to anybody else. He's been looking pretty good. You know, Zion Williamson is Zion Williamson. He, he's going to ball out. But I will yeah. take the Thunder money line in this game. That's why, That's why. yeah, I will stick with my Thunder plus 175 money line in this game. That's beautiful right there. That's some money makers right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anything else, you know, going on, Iraq? Anything interesting? Mm, man, I mean, all I want to say is, and I hate to be a downer, 2020, you know, had its ups and downs, but overall pretty disappointing year, so. I mean, not for me, to be honest, you know. I got back into sports card collecting after five years, I found my old, you know, my old cards. It's nice to go through them. Pretty interesting, mm. I gotta say. That's listen. It, it's been, it's been, it's been a crazy year. You're right. I mean, I can't complain and say you know it's all been downhill, but uh, you know, there's been some ups, some downs. But uh, yeah, they have been. You know, they have been the good and the bad. I mean, almost every year has the good and the bad, but this year has been special. I gotta say. Yeah. This year has been different, sure, with all the virus, all that kind of stuff going on. I mean, it just changed the world, you know, even the, the world of the sports betting, everything. It just changed everything in general. Yeah, yeah. Sports betting, is a, you know, it has skyrocketed. This year, they recorded mo- some of the most insane numbers never seen before, like especially these past, like, three months, October, November, and December, you know. Sports betting industry has seen a lot of increase in, you know, money, especially now everybody's like, you know, most of the people have nothing else to do. They just they will watch sports. So you know what? Why not bet on it, right? And they've been getting into this, you know, this industry. Also, fantasy teams, you know, fantasy football, fantasy basketball, you know, fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the one thing uh, I think, you know, if you were to ask me what affected, you know. The, the you know, coronavirus have on everything i will tell you this one thing is that a lot of people started either finding new hobbies or you know really making time for the old ones that they used to have you know for you as card collecting for me as well you know uh, i like to collect you know all sorts of you know trading cards or sports cards you know all kinds of cards i collect and i've been able to get into that too so uh, you know in terms of that it's been a great year you know we started the podcast simply because we had the time to do it. So it, it has had a lot of ups too. So we got to give it the credit. 
yeah, yeah, it does have the ups for sure. You know, like every year has the ups. There's mm-hmm. no year. I mean, no matter how bad life gets, you know, you always got to find the good and the good in life. You got to find, you know, the hobbies you like, everything, you know, good about it and just go from there. You know, you got you to gotta stay positive during this time and not give in. You got to stay strong. Go for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, any, any news from our fellow, you know, our fellow friends, like Jacob, anything new going on with that guy? <laughs> um, I haven't talked to him lately, but I'm sure he's out there making one stupid decision after another. <laughs> you know, as much as we love the guy, he is a, he is a you know, knucklehead. <laughs> I mean, I play that. Jacob, you know, is he is is a good friend to have if you, if you want to fade his uh, picks, you know. Yeah. If Jacob says, you know, Patriots minus three, the other team is gonna win by thirty points. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna blow out the Patriots. <laughs> if Jacob says Patriots minus, if if Jacob says Patriots plus ten, the other team is gonna win by fifty points. You know, you could never you could never trust Jacob with his picks. No. No, never. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Any other sports you want? You want to look at any other things? No. Do we have the cricket? Do we have the stats for the crickets running up a wall or no? Uh, I found some factors up to that matchup. I found yeah. that yeah, I found out that the walls will be wet, so that should add that should add some disadvantage for the crickets to go up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I heard the wall is going to be covered with Gatorade, so yeah, that should be tough for the crickets. Oh, yeah. Not only is it going to be slippery, it's going to be very sticky, too. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be slippery and sticky. So the crickets, I would bet on the under in that in that, in that matchup. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, give me the under. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so what about soccer? You know, why not look at the soccer and see what's going on? Let's look into soccer. I mean, I, you know me. You know I gave up soccer, you know, once Dortmund lost. I mean, I was very hard. You know, <laughs> very disappointed. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't play out on that. See, they need, let's see. So, tomorrow, I could see there are two, you know, two important games tomorrow. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, two games from the big leagues, I should say. Two games from the big leagues. And only only two, though. Still, you got some games. So, Real Sociedad is playing Atletico Belbao. And Deportivo Alaves is playing Osasuna. So both games are actually from the Spanish league. And I'm not really familiar with either of these teams, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't keep up strongly with, with any of these teams. Obviously, I know, I know all of them, you know. I know all four teams, but I don't yeah. – like, I'm not a fan of any of them. Like, I don't really keep up with them. Mm. So I could see this – I'll tell you what, though, you know. I could see this – Sociedad versus Bilbao game, and the total for the match is two goals. You know, that's it's only two goals for the whole match. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a total, and I would bet on the over here. You know, Bilbao, I could see. You know, they've been eh, they've been an average team, not the greatest. Let me just let me see what's going on with them. You know, I agree with you on that one. I uh, although I might not be you know confident enough to bet on a team in particular, I can you know better an outcome and I think two goals I think they're gonna go over two goals yeah hit two again, goals or go over so it's either gonna be a push or a cover yeah again Sociedad is 
third in the league. That's pretty good. They're third in the league. Bilbao, like I said, Atletico Bilbao, they're 11th. 11th, you know, again, not great at all, but still, that's in the middle. But Sociedad, you know, for the season, they've scored 25 points. That should make them, let's see, 25 goals, I should say. So that's about fourth best in the whole league, you know, 25 goals. Yeah, that should be, yeah. So they're fourth in scoring in the league. Not bad at all. They allowed 12 goals. So, yeah, they, they still allow some goals, but they have a good defense. But I could see this game going over two goals. I could see Sociedad winning this game 2-1. to one. So, you know, that's three goals right there. So, if Sociedad wins 2-1, to one, that should be over the two-goal limit. And that's why I will take the match total to go over two goals for this match. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with you, and I, I that's that's a pick I'll be very comfortable making. Yeah, I mean, two goals again. La Liga is kind of less scoring than the other big leagues like Bundesliga or the EPL. Mm-hmm. They do tend to score less goals, you know, the La Liga. They do tend to score less goals. This but is again, statistically speaking. Yeah, overall. Mm-hmm. Again, though, this game, I could see it being over two goals, and I'm comfortable with my pick that Sociedad versus Bilbao will go over two goals in this game. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I do agree with that. Let's look at Friday. You know, Friday seems more eventful. Not really, but there there are two games from the EPL, the English mm-hmm. Premier League. We got West Ham playing Everton. Everton is looking pretty good this season. They have a good team. So far, they've been playing, you know, good soccer. Mm-hmm. Good football. <laughs> Good football. <laughs> and we got Aston Villa versus Manchester United. Yeah. You know, Manchester United, again, they started the season pretty slow, but now they're kind of getting back they're getting back on track. They're playing Aston Villa. And for the other one, like I said, the first game, Everton versus West Ham. You know, again, Everton is a good team. They've been playing pretty good this season. And I believe they're top three right now in the EPL. Let me just check. Make sure. So standings yeah i mean they're fourth you know everything is fourth in the league and uh west ham is 10th but i could see this game you know going over two and a half goals here you know the two match and a half total, goals, huh? yeah the match total is two and a half goals i could see going over the two and a half goals i could see everton maybe winning this game Two to one, or it could be a draw. It could be two to two, but I could see going over the two and a half. That's why I'll bet Everton versus West Ham to go over two and a half goals. Here's my bet on that. So I would take that, and then you know, just to make it a little interesting, I'm gonna uh, bet ten bucks on you know on the first half being a draw for plus one twenty, and I'm also gonna. Ooh. Bet another 10 on, you know, the game as a whole to be, you know, a draw, which is, weirdly enough, it's plus 247. <laughs> oh, that, that was out of nowhere, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was, right? I wanted to be very specific. So people, you know, if you guys want to know my strategy, there you go. I gave it away. <laughs> so you're saying first half draw and the game overall will be a draw too this isn't to be accurate this is just to hedge my bets that's what i'm gonna say oh all right what if both lose what if both win you never know <laughs> that is true 
That is true. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting pick. You know, that's very it's a very interesting pick for the Everton game. Wow. Yeah. Pretty pretty surprising, I gotta say. <laughs> you know. Listen. I... <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. I'm a risk taker. <laughs> hey, not bad. You know, 10 bucks on that part. So, is it a parlay? You, oh, no, yeah. You can't make a parlay on that. You can't. No, no, no. Yeah. Not a parlay. So, you're saying two straight bets, 10 bucks each, first half draw, and mm-hmm. overall game draw. Yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty nice. So, <laughs> even if it's not a draw in the first half, I'll cover my money on the second half. <laughs> but what if neither of them draw? <laughs> <laughs> well then I'm screwed. Well, what if the first half Everton scores one goal, right? And second mm-hmm. and second half uh West Ham scores two goals, you know, and West Ham actually wins the game. What would you do with your 10 bucks? What, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna call up Jacob. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell him Jacob, there's somebody, you know, that's dumber than you. I will take Jacob's title. You never know. It might actually happen. That's a, that's an interesting pick. I gotta yeah. say, I like it though. I, I, I like the uniqueness to it. It's fantastic, right? Fantastical. <laughs> you know, so that was a soccer segment. You know, anything, anything you want to add? Anything you want to say? You know. Uh, I mean, this is you know this is the last podcast before the new year, so the next one oh, will yeah. be in the new year. So you know, if anybody's been following along with us. I know we have some fans in the UK, in India, <laughs> in, in the Moreno Valley. I was surprised. Yeah. No, I was surprised. You know, I'm actually, you know, very shocked to see that we have fans from India. Again, you know, I appreciate everybody. And we I'm appreciate everybody thankful. listening. Yeah. Everybody. So. Yeah, I'm pretty thankful. But, you know, that came out of nowhere. And I'm actually pretty happy that someone from India gave our podcast a chance and listened mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy. For, I'm happy to somebody from other countries too, like the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the UK, India, even some some of the European countries. I looked at mm-hmm. yesterday. So oh. I'm thankful. Yeah, I'm thankful for everybody listening, no matter where you are. So I'm, we do I'm, appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for your time. Honestly, uh, yeah, we appreciate you. We're thankful for you, no matter where you are. Thank mm-hmm. you for giving us a chance and mm-hmm. listening to us. I really appreciate it. We both do. And yeah. Thank you guys. Anything yep. you know, anything you want to add? Anything you want to say? Yeah. Um for right now, I mean I would say that's it. I just hope, you know, uh whatever, you know, damage COVID has caused people. I hope, you know, you guys just stay strong. We'll make it through. You know, obviously everybody knows, you know, stuff like this has happened, you know, in the past. Um and we've always, you know, pull through it so hopefully we'll pull through it hope 2021 you know if 2020 was a bad year for you hope 2021 is a lot better you know just yeah. just have to see mm-hmm. just have to see how it's gonna end up going you know yeah, definitely you know it's been it's been a it's been a special year i gotta say you know, like i said before this year you know has been different but again focus on the positives you know focus on focus on the good things you know like Obviously, life is a long way. You know, life is still a long way to go. You know, life. You know, life is a crazy roller coaster. So yeah, there yeah. there will be the bad. There will be the good. Mm-hmm. But focus on the good. Again, if there are bads you want to focus on and to improve on, sure. You know, if there are bad things of life going on right yeah. now with you, 
or anybody else focus on those bad things in a way that you want to improve on you know like you want to shift away for the good so if you have anything bad going on and you want to improve on it sure focus on it set goals you know and turn it around you know turn it around for the better for yourself and the people around you and focus yeah. on the positives you know focus on the positives stay healthy stay safe you know all that kind of stuff if you've been losing you know sports betting and you know you think we're doing better than you are definitely check out our twitter you know maybe we, <laughs> that could be a bit of a help for you guys yeah so our twitter is asb underscore show again asb underscore show mm-hmm. so that's you know asb underscore s-h-o-w check us out you know we give out our free picks there we you know we give you the best picks we can nba yeah. nfl soccer you name it you know we give you the best picks we bet on the same and, picks that you guys will you know end up betting on if you follow our stuff so yeah, you know. even yeah, even crickets, you know, crickets even crickets, we yeah, crickets going up a wall. We give you the best <laughs> odds for those. <laughs> we'll make sure we give you the best odds on those things. Crickets going up the wall. We'll give you the best underdog value in each of these things. <laughs> but yeah, all jokes aside, you know, we give we give the soccer picks, NFL, you name it, basketball. Yeah, check mm-hmm. this out. ASB underscore show. And I gotta us. I know you 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 like to be humble, but I, I I'm gonna give you credit here on the podcast. He's great at uh you know hockey too. So you know when the NHL starts. Oh I'm waiting, yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for hockey to start here. Yeah. So I'm good with the hockey spreads. You know, I bet on the best things in hockey, which which are the spreads, in my opinion. Spreads are very, very, very profitable, in my opinion, for hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to get into hockey. Focus on the spreads. And from there, if you want to expand to money lines, totals, whatever, you, you can do whatever you want. But in my opinion, starting off with hockey, focus on the spreads and go from there. That's an advice from a pro right there. So, you know, if you're not taking it, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, thank you, everybody. I'm thankful for everybody listening. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, all that good stuff. Stay positive. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, No, right? I mean, it's been been a crazy year. I mean, we've been talking about starting a podcast. We started it finally. So, uh, you know, just want to see where we can take it in 2021. Yeah, thank you for joining me, E-Dog. You know, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for listening, right? You want, should we, should we start concluding the podcast? Yeah, thank you all for listening. You know, it's been yeah. a nice year. It's a nice way to end the year. You know, we started the podcast and you know, it's, it's something we love. It's something we both love. Uh-huh. We love sports. You know, we love talking about sports, picks, yeah. betting, stories, you know, life. It's something we both enjoy doing. So thank you we guys. We combine all of that into one. Yeah. It's something we both love. Podcasting, talking, sports, picks. We both love this kind of stuff. And thank you for giving us a chance to listen to our podcast. I appreciate it. And thank you all. Thank you guys. We appreciate you for listening. Bye.